You are listening to The Back Pain Podcast, episode 102, Back Pain and Gardening. Let's go. Welcome to The Back Pain Podcast with Rob and Dave, the only show geared specifically to help educate you about your back pain. We talk to the experts to bust the myths, break down the science, and give you all the top tips for living pain-free. So, if you're driving to work, tidy in the house, or even laid up at home in pain, we have something for everyone. Welcome back to the Back Pain Podcast. My name is Dave Elliott, the fun uncle of the back pain world. My usual co-host and steady hand on the tiller, Rob Bevan, is off doing yet more exams in his quest to bring you even more back pain knowledge. So, for this episode, um, you've got me. I'm under-supervised. I'm over-caffeinated. What could go wrong? I will try and keep this brief to avoid falling down any overly complex Dave-esque metaphor rabbit holes, but let's see what I can do. Now, before I hop onto my soapbox for the day, I want to give a quick thank, uh, well, thank you shout out to everyone who is continuing to listen, support, share, and engage with us at the Back Pain Podcast. We still can't believe the positive responses we get every week. So please look, do keep it coming. And as long as we're providing valuable content, we will keep going. So please do keep up those questions on our socials. We really do try and get round to replying to everyone that messages us. So bear with us and we'll see if we can help. And of course, look, if you're really lucky, your question might even get turned into an entire episode. I mean, how's about that? So this episode is brought to you today from the clinic floor. Um, I'm recording this in early May and a lot of MSK practitioners, that's chiros, physios, osteos, sports therapists and the like across the UK are awash with a very particular type of patient, uh, the gardener. Um, Now I probably should suffix this episode with the fact that I am not a gardener. Look, I don't have shrubs, I don't enjoy potting plants or watering petunias. To be quite honest with you, my garden is a tip. But I still have grass, I have bushes, and I have an entire driveway full of weeds which I have to deal with. Usually at speed, knowing that we've got people coming around in just a few minutes and we want them to think that we live like civilised humans, not like messy garden trash goblins like we actually do. So even if you're not a gardening enthusiast, like me, you should still find this very useful. I mean look, we do love a bit of gardening in the UK though, don't we? So why does this gardening of all things cause such a high incidence of back pain? Well, for me, it comes down to three main issues. Number one, it's a seasonal activity. So you may not have done any gardening for three to six months, and then we tend to get straight back into it again with spring. That's a lot of the heavy stuff. It's moving things around the garden, chopping, lopping, uh, uh, digging, forking, hoeing. You can tell I don't know a ton about gardening, but I do know from my patients that see me that this is the heavy time of year. There's a lot to do to kind of get ready for the summer. And the thing is, that 20k bag of compost still weighs 20k. I mean, it weighed 20k in August when you put it away, but you probably didn't worry because you've done a summer's worth of gardening, but let me go straight back into this 20k weight. 
Only you may not have been flexing and maintaining your compost shifting muscles for the last six months or so over the winter. So no wonder people can get injured this way. You wouldn't expect that after a six month break from the gym, you could walk back in and use exactly the same weights. So why do we automatically assume that we can still lift the same heavy plant pots or, or wheelbarrows or whatever it is back outside that we probably moved last six months ago? There isn't an automatic graded exposure of getting back into gardening. Quite the opposite, there's a really steep curve. Um, a spade still weighs the same and pots still weigh the same and that watering can still weighs the same. So we've got to find a way to introduce some weight training mentality here. Some graded increments of exposure to get you back to your full strength even if you aren't doing any other weightlifting style exercises um, out of gardening season. It's a relatively low exposure uh, form of exercise as well. This is problem number two. So as long as you're not shifting big bits of garden around or digging into something, it's likely you're doing something lighter, like weeding or pruning or mowing or potting or the like like that. Now, uh, with this type of thing, you're able to keep going for some time, but you might often you often might not realize the actual exposure you are putting yourself under because it's fairly lightweight, it's fairly low resistance, it's fairly easy, for want of a better word. You can weed for hours and not realizing that you have irritated some sort of pre-existing injury. Weeders out there with back pain, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And finally, problem number three, it's weather dependent. Now, no one wants to weed in the rain and a lot of things like mowing can't actually be done in the wet, I suppose. And I know, look, if you're listening to this from Spain or California, fitting things around the weather probably isn't much of a worry for you. But here in England, whoa, we've got very specific windows of opportunity to get our gardening on. So we rush things and try and fit between the showers. And then when those sunny days finally come along, we cram everything into one whole day, work as hard as possible and end up feeling broken. So that's three problems that I thought of uh, this morning. Um, so I've got three solutions for you to try and overcome them. So problem one was gardening was seasonal. So we lose that natural accumulation of strength gains over time. So because we're not doing it often, we get weaker. And because there's a very steep exposure curve, often when you get back into activity in the spring after having not done it for a while. So what can we do? Now, we can add some graded exposure. We add some continual strength training and movement specific patterning. Uh, now, you might be thinking, come on, Dave, what does this mean? It's a simple one, guys. Get down the gym. Lift some moderate weights continually over the winter off-season. Now, this is not training for a six-pack that I'm talking about, but this is training for life, for the things that you enjoy, training for gardening. I mean, if that doesn't motivate you to get physical, I don't know what will. And let's say you don't like the gym. Fine. Get something heavy and go and lift in a repetitive manner in the garden all year round. Need to move your head? Need to move some heavy plant pots? You've got a deadlift. But we'll call them plant pot lifts for fun. If you need to prune and cut back hedges with a trimmer over uh, with your arms over your head, then you need to shoulder press and work on your shoulder stability. So you need to kettlebell press. Upside down kettlebell press if you want to get really sexy with it. But we'll call them trimmer lifts if you don't like the thought of pumping iron. 
If that all still sounds like gym work to you and not your thing, maybe just, you know, go outside and lift up garden things. I'm, I'm really not even kidding here. If you went and lifted that 10, 15, 20k bag of pom compost up five times a day throughout the winter season, you can bet you're going to have an easier time when you come to lift it up in April than if you'd left it sitting there all winter long with your muscles atrophying and your movement patterns waning. I hope that makes sense. We've done loads of previous episodes on this, to be fair. Uh, graded exposure over time and changing weightlifting habits to fit your needs. Uh, in specific, uh, check out our episode with Adam Meekins um, if you want to dig a little bit deeper into that. So, look, problem number two is that low grade of exposure. It's a low level of exercise, so you can do it for a long time, but you might be sort of sneakily irritating yourself without even realising it. In comparison to lifting our large bag of compost, which is heavy, and you might irritate your back while you're lifting it, and you'll know pretty bloody quickly if you have done, leaning over, bending for hours a week to dig, uh, plant and pot can cause irritation or discomfort. But because the weights and the um, output are much lower, you often won't feel it until much later on, by which time it's kind of too late if you get my meaning. So, how do we combat this? Now, first thing is to switch up your tasks. This is my favourite one. It's so easy. If you find that pruning or trimming a large hedge, hedge, <laughs> hedge for two hours is going to give you back pain and that's the same thing every year, why not try doing it in 30-minute blocks? You know, 30 minutes, break and a cup of tea. 30 minutes, do something else. 30 minutes, trimming again. 30 minutes, mow a bit of lawn. Try and break up the um, uh, task into smaller chunks. A, this is going to stop that long-term exposure and fatigue. And B, if you do start to irritate or feel uncomfortable, you'll feel it because you've broken up and spread it over a longer time. That's another thing. Why do we tend to do everything in single action blocks, single activity blocks? So most people would tend to get the mower out and mow the back garden, then mow the front garden and the side or however many gardens you have, I don't know. Um, or, you know, you trim the entirety of that hedge line all in one day. I mean, come on, break it up, people. Do some hedge trimming, then some mowing, then some planting, then some digging. Or if you've just got one task to do like hedge trimming, so you've just got one massive hedge to trim, why not break it down into manageable chunks that can be spread across a number of days? Look, don't get me wrong. You might get some weird looks from your neighbours if you leave a lawn only half mowed or uh, you know a, a half hit, a half trimmed hedge up to a certain point. But so what? I guess it comes down to what matters to you more: your back, your shoulders, your neck, or whatever it is that irritates whilst you're doing this, or having that lawn or hedge done in a single day, not two. And before I get mobbed on Twitter by gardeners, yes, of course, look, there's a myriad of factors that might make you need to have something done all in one day. But ask yourself, I mean, does it really need to be done? Does feeling like shit for a few weeks afterwards because you've injured yourself feel like a fair price to pay for a tidy lawn for a, a neat hedge? Like I said earlier, I will admit to doing the majority of my gardening in a huge rush before people come around. Um, maybe I should plan better or just leave more time so I could have breaks. Or perhaps just admit to people that we are garden trash goblins. Who knows? Um, I feel like that was 
possibly two points actually. Um, so we've got break up your task into blocks of time and switch up your tasks so that you can change position and your working posture regularly. I mean, look, that's a cheeky little back pain bonus for you right there. Now, this is actually accidentally blended into problem three. Um, I don't actually have Rob here as chief whipcracker for when I get ranty, but I'm still going to play it out and see if anyone notices. Number three, or, you know, 3.5 for anyone who's actually counting, set a target and stop at that target. Simple as that. If you know that mowing the whole lawn irritates your back, do half and leave the other half. Set yourself a stripe to get up to and then stop put the mower away or just unplug it. Even though you might think, well, I'm, I'm here now, you know, I might as well finish it off. Stop. You'll thank yourself for it later. And then what will happen over time, you'll be able to gauge how much mowing you can do within your tolerance. So without setting off your particular pain or aggravating that pre-existing injury. Here's the really fun part, folks. Then you can monitor that and gradually increase that over time. So over the season, you can get back to mowing a whole lawn all at once. It doesn't have to stop at half lawn forever. What we're trying to do is stop that irritation and manage our output so that we don't constantly re-aggravate our pain every year. So... I would say you'll thank yourself for this later. I'd love nothing more than seeing a nation full of half-done uh, half gardens, you know, partially trimmed bushes and quarter-weeded driveways, because I know people sitting in those houses haven't overextended themselves. They're focusing on their health rather than their lawns, and they're feeling good sitting inside. Um, so look, uh, stay active and strong throughout the year. That was number one, right? That, that's an easy one. Doesn't matter if it's hitting the gym with really specific uh, strength work or more general gardening related strength work. Pick stuff up, put it down, repeat the exercises that you tend to find cause you issues, but repeat them gentler in a, a graded environment. Number two, change it up, folks. Switch tasks often to change up working posture and keep your movements fresh. Stop fatigue from kicking in. Number three, uh, break tasks into small and manageable chunks that can be stopped when still feeling good. And 3.5, actually stop. Actually pick a point and stop. You can still, um, you know, don't fall into that. <laughs> uh, just a little bit more trap. Sack it off, have a beverage, admire all that you have achieved without pain. And then crack on again the next day or later that day or whenever it is that you feel comfortable. Now, this is simple stuff, I know, folks, but the idea is, hopefully, by verbalizing these things, we bring up some good points that, let's face it, you already know, but now this might bring it to the forefront of your mind, and as you're getting that gardening done, this will be something that you might adhere to a little more when you already knew it anyway. So, next session, Rob and I are back again, where I will be mostly congratulating myself for doing an entire episode on gardening without a single bush trimming innuendo. I mean, Rob is going to be so proud. Um, until then, take it easy out in those garden folks. Keep your questions coming. This is the Back Pain Podcast super simple gardening episode. Big love and out. <laughs>